because I love food and I love tasty food, but I also want it to be fast. Welcome back to my village podcast brought to you by the Innovation Village. I am your host, Pauline Achanawin. On today's episode, we get to learn about a young woman's quest to improvise and put a more personal twist to a much-loved street delicacy in Uganda. You're listening to episode 7, titled Rolex. Street food in Uganda is synonymous with Rolex. Originally, it was an egg omelette with vegetables, that is, thinly sliced cabbages, tomatoes and onions wrapped in a chapati. The original recipe of Rolex is a heavily contested debate among street vendors, with some believing it's from Busoga in the east, while others claim it's from Wandegare in the central. I know one thing for sure, though. Rolex stands can be found on most street corners. Lately, a number of enterprising youths have given the street delicacy a new fancy twist. Barbara is one of them. My name is Barbara Nandego Giacometti. Um, I'm, the manag- I'm the manager of Rolex Joint, Ginger. So I came up with this business because I love food and I love tasty food, but I also want it to be fast. So um, I used to eat Rolexes off the street and they had nothing, nothing interesting to them. So being that I love food, I figured make a few things and add them into the Rolex and come up with something better tasting but fast as well. So that's how we came up with Rolex Joint Ginger. And of course, you can't have a Rolex and not have anything to drink with it. So I thought a juice would go nicely with it. But I also like healthy drinks. So I did. I do basically juice, but healthy juices. Interesting. Juicing is quite common among young people and is uh, favored over soda as a healthy option. What kind of juice do you sell? We have passion, pineapple and hibiscus. Or like we try to go as healthy as possible. And what's your clientele like? So mostly our customers are, right now they're mostly white, like the tourists that come in. Um, we have some locals, yes, but not, not quite as many. We have students, of course, where we're located in Gabla Road. Um, Gabla Road, like opposite the Islamic hospital. And right behind the hospital is uh, university, MOOBs. So some of, us, some of our clients are also students from the university. And, uh, but mostly we have the whites coming in, the tourists, because they want, they want to know what a Rolex is, so they're kind of like, um, are interested to know what it is. So mostly we have those as well. Barbara, a quick look at your menu made me curious at how you arrived at the names of the Rolexes you serve. What ingredients do you put in them to distinguish from what's commonly served on Uganda streets? Yes, uh, the different names we have are, are catchy for our customers. It was a creative way to do it. So we have a triple S. That one is kind of straight up. The triple S is a, just a sweet, spicy sizzler. It's chicken, but with a sweet and spicy sauce to it. It's nice. And then we have the spicy Diana, which is just a funky, funny name, a catchy name. But that has minced meat and chicken as well, with vegetable as well. And that's our best seller at the moment because of the name and this taste as well. It tastes great. Then we have a baby mama as well. Baby mama is also just kind of a catchy name, but as you can see still, it comes kind of with me. I have a baby with me. I'm a mother of two kids, twins. And uh, baby mama is kind of like, yeah, it's a nice one for just mostly my name as well. 
Then we have the 90s. 90s is, uh, it comes back from Bienda, which is like 90s. It's an awful one. We do, we use offers in that Rolex. And yeah, Bienda is 90s. So that's kind of straightforward. It's directed from, direct from Luganda to English. And then we have the veggie mix, which is pretty simple. It's just a vegetable one we put in the Rolex. So it's, we call it a veggie mix. And then the ordinary, it's just a normal Rolex that we have off the street. But yeah, those are the very ones. Then we have a mash, yes, which we call a mash up the room. It's a Rolex with mushrooms. And then, of course, we have a great blackout, which is a, <laughs> it's a pretty big Rolex. Why we call it a blackout is um, we've had a few people definitely eat it and they have blacked out. It's big. It's a, a double chapati filled up with three eggs and everything we have in the Rolex here, like the minced meat, the chicken, everything is in it. So it's pretty big. That's why we call it a blackout. Mm -hmm. um what goals and plans do you have for your business? In five years time, I'd love to have more, more places opened up, like in different, in different um, districts in like Uganda. We tried Mukono and uh, the location had wasn't so great. But of course, in five years, I'd love to have like very many locations, maybe three in Jinja and like two other different ones in other places. Running a business comes with its challenges. And I imagine trying to get locals to try out different Rolex recipes hasn't been easy. What challenges are you currently facing? Um, so my challenges have been um, mostly the fluctuating prices with like market things, the things we're putting in the Rolexes. Um, the market prices are very, very fluctuating. So one day you have them and you can't raise, you can't increase the price of your Rolex according to like the price the, in the market. So you stick to it and then you kind of like are making a loss. So that's been a, a challenge. And then um, uh, some clients, of course, complain about the price. So you have to like kind of adjust with your local customers about the price. And they think a Rolex should be, should be less than this amount. And try to explain them that it's, it's a different Rolex from the normal ones, but they still won't pay that amount for it. So that's also been something. And then um, also, of course, then also there's the issue of workers. Having steady workers through all the three years hasn't been easy. I've had like to change uh, workers in there, in and out. So workers are also a challenge sometimes. Yeah. And some few others, which I can't like pick off my head right now. Yes, electricity bills. Yes, definitely. Electricity and water bills. Because you're doing in, dealing in juice and you go to cook your place also very clean. Then there's also council issues that have like all these different taxes for like every year. They change the, um, the taxes you're paying. So it's kind of an issue as well. As a young business owner, what challenges have you noticed young entrepreneurs struggle with in Uganda? So um, some of the challenges that other businesses would be facing would be I'd think more like uh, location of the place you get. Like um, you get a place and then the rent is kind of too high and what you're selling is, is cheap or you can't raise the price of it. So the rent kind of is an issue. So there's rent and then there's workers as well. Salaries for workers and stable workers who are actually good. That's also an issue. And then the price of the ingredients that you're using in the things you're making is also an issue. You've got to get them cheap enough to make your product good as well but still be like on market and have make some profit for yourself. So if you can't beat those three, it's kind of hard to keep up in business. Then of course there's, there's council. As soon as you open, they're like at your door the very next day asking for their money. So 
balancing all those things kind of sometimes gets you tripping and you can easily fail in business yeah so what kind of help or partnership do you expect from the innovation village i think innovation village would definitely help me um i think they would help me open up give me ideas more ideas on like how to run my business kind of better and then also help me expand more i'd love to like be able to expand more and get other people to like kind of test my products and also um increase my market definitely have more locations out there and also i would love to uh, be able to employ more people there's lots of youth out there who are, who are unemployed so the more locations i have the more work i have for youth out there who don't have jobs also i'd love to like be able to like train other youth in like cooking cuz i love cooking myself so if i could teach them how to do these rolexes while they work for me and like they have a job as well i think would be great so i think innovation village could help me do this um knowing what you know now barbara would you have taken a different path 3 years ago if i could go back 3 years ago i would still want to do this very business and can i just go it bigger but definitely it's been a great business I wouldn't do anything different. I like it. Well, there you go. Next time you visit Ginger, look out for Rolex joint on Gabula Road and try out a Spice Diana, Baby Mama Rolex or a Blackout just in case you want to experience more life in Ginger. Tune in next week for another episode of my Village podcast brought to you by the Innovation Village. Till next time. Bye-bye. This program is brought to you by the Innovation Village supported by Mastercard Foundation.